shed your identity. So I want to explain what that means. But first, hello, everyone. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see my face cam. I bought a face cam yesterday and it came this morning. Now I'm brand new to having a camera. So I was going to have the, like my camera image in front of me at all times, but I didn't want to have to look at myself the whole time because I didn't want any like thoughts to pop up in my mind. Like, Oh, is my hair good? Or, Oh, like whatever, you know? And if you are watching on YouTube, then you'll be able to see that my background is terrible. Like you, I'm in the basement. <laughs> so I, I basically record all my episodes in the basement. But that said, I want to talk about shedding your identity. So shedding your identity is the most valuable skill to have. And what I mean by that is when you have your identity, you have an identity and it's basically based off of the story you tell yourself. So it's how you perceive yourself, the story you tell yourself, your consistencies, like all of these things is form forms your identity. And I'm reading a book, as you guys know, called The 10X is Easier Than 2X. And I'm learning a lot from it, especially... One thing that really struck to me is shedding your identity. The The ability to shed your identity quickly and easily and adopt a brand new identity that's like 10 times better than your current one or an identity that's associated with, an, with a goal that's impossible, like it's seemingly impossible for you to achieve. The ability to shed your current identity and then take on that new identity is one of the most valuable things to have as a person. And he, he talks all about it. He says that it is not easy. It's actually really difficult. It's not difficult, like manually difficult, but mentally difficult because when you have your current identity, you're comfortable with it. You're comfortable with your surroundings, your habits, your actions, your day-to-day -day life. You're comfortable with all of your current life. And in order to take on this brand new identity, you have to completely get rid of all of your current like comfort zone. You basically have to leave your comfort zone, which is one of the scariest things to do as a human being. No, like leaving your comfort zone is one of the hardest and scariest things to do mentally. Even though physically, there is no challenge. It's just mental. So that's the whole thing. When you, If you have the capacity, if you are able to shed your current identity and then take on a brand new identity, then you step outside your comfort zone and then you're actually getting rid of 80% of your current habits, actions, thoughts, surroundings, like people near you. You're getting rid of 80% of that stuff and you're going all in on the 20% new. And this is actually exactly what needs to be done in order to make 10x growth. So I also want to talk about 
Atomic Habits. So I haven't read it. I have not read Atomic Habits, but pretty much James Clear was a 10x. He had the 10x mindset. So he would basically drop out all of his current things that he was doing, or at least not drop it, but at least stop doing it himself personally. He would outsource it. And so when he was writing his blog in like 2014, he would focus on, he would always focus on the blog. Now, I don't remember the exact like dates and stuff of this story. So I'm just giving you averages around estimates. So in 2014, he was working on his blog and he was writing like 1500 words around and they were like very good. Very, every single time he would write like a better and better. And he would do this two times a week. And then he decided that he wanted to make, he wanted to write a book. And so what he did was he ended up going on, or no, he ended up outsourcing like his day to day. I'm not sure if he outsourced actually writing those 1500 word things every like twice a week. I'm not sure if he outsourced that, but he definitely outsourced like the majority of his business and got his business up and running to where it's able to be fully functional without him. And so I assume that means he was able to send out those like news, um, not newsletters, but those blog posts without him. So pretty much he was able to completely automate his business and that freed up all of his time to focus 100% on writing his new book. Now, it took, I'm pretty sure it took him three years because he was used to writing high quality blog posts that were around 1500 pay, uh 1500 words more or less but the book that he was striving to write was a high quality book that is around 50,000 words at least 50,000 words was his his um what he was he was striving for and so he ended up going all in on this book and then after three years he was able to publish it and then once he published it he went all in on marketing and this achieved this allowed him to achieve greatness because he sold like 20 million copies of the book and he was on the new york times bestseller list for every single week of the year and he pretty much uh sold like he, he now he has the number one self-help book ever like one number one most sold self-help book ever so the moral of the story is he was comfortable with writing blog posts and then he had this urge to write a book so he got rid of all of his current stuff he automated everything so he completely stopped focusing on the blog and then he focused a hundred percent on the book and then once he was done with the book he focused a hundred percent on selling the book so pretty much he had to get rid of all of his old habits and then adopt the new habits so his identity was blogger and then he adopted a new identity which was writer and then he adopted a new identity which was new york times bestseller like 
he's a marketer selling he's like a bookseller so that's like um that i tell you the story because it kind of relates to where i'm at right now so over the past couple months ever since especially since school started i have been wanting to lower the time that i spend in the gym because i'm focused i'm not focused on the gym that much anymore now for context I've been going to the gym for a little over two years, like two years and a month. And I, for pretty much the majority of those two years, I was going like every day, like seven days a week. Like I was hardcore. So I got a lot of progress. And then I just recently, like maybe four months ago when I started looking into business, actually it wasn't even four months ago. It was probably like three or two or three months ago when I started actually getting serious about my business and actually locking in, dialing on, dialing in on this new 20% tasks, 20% habits that I'm focusing on. So I, once school started, I moved down from seven days a week down to three, uh, four to five days a week. And I also decreased the time that I was spending there all like down to like 30 minutes maybe. And then just recently, today is Tuesday and on Monday I actually went, uh, I switched my routine again. So I now I go straight to the gym straight after school. So this saves like probably at least a 20 minute worth of commuting to my house and then back to the gym and then back to my house. I can just go straight to the gym and then back to my house. So I saved like a decent amount of time doing that. And now I'm trying to think because I've got this, I've got my podcast and then I've also got TikToks that I started doing, TikToks and YouTube shorts. And especially now that I'm getting serious about the podcast, because now that I have the face cam, I'm like, let me let, let me actually tell you this. When I first started podcasting, I started before I even started posting my episodes, I was recording on the Voice Memos app. I did 14 episodes, and then when I first when when I first recorded my first episode that I was actually going to publish, which was the the Send Momentum trailer, I recorded that on a voice recorder, a little tiny little voice recorder about this big. And it's like the size of my thumb, a little bit bigger than the size of my thumb. And the reason why I tell you this is because I was recording on that thing, which was, by the way, it was worse quality than the voice memos app. I don't know why I switched off of the voice memos app. It was dumb, but I've recorded like 27 episodes on that crappy little voice recorder. And if you go back, you could hear how bad quality it was. And then on episode 28, or actually probably around like a little before episode 28. So probably around like 24, 25 around there. I was, I was looking on Amazon for a microphone to buy because I was starting to get serious and I wanted to get a new microphone because I wanted my audio quality to actually be decent. So I looked up like best podcasting mic to buy, um, for beginners or like budget or something like that. And there was like a hundred dollar microphone and I bought it. And then I told my dad and then he said, cancel it. And then I canceled it and he gave me this microphone, which is what I'm using right now. And it's very nice. It's an extremely nice microphone. 
and I don't know how much it costs, but he said it would cost. It, it's like higher quality than the one I was going to buy. So then I've been using this for the past like 50 episodes and I, uh, a little bit less than 50 episodes. But when what I'm trying to say is that I was a little iffy about even buying a microphone in the first place, much less a face cam because when I was thinking of buying a microphone, I was like, oh, I, maybe I should get a face cam also. But then I, I didn't want to because I wasn't as serious anymore. So then once I flat, fast forward, literally a couple days ago, probably like less than a week ago, I was at Funnel Hacking Live and I saw it. I was listening to the speakers and there was one speaker that was, I don't even remember what they were talking about, but there was one speaker that said like, get rid of your intro in your uh in your videos and you have the first three seconds to hook their attention so that's why i got rid of my long boring slow intro and then i always start my videos with a hook like today's video was shed your identity and i'm getting better and better at hooks i'm not even sure if that was a good hook we'll see if you guys listen to it but i currently only have seven subscribers so but seven subscribers, I'm really happy about that because I think seven people are actually watching every single episode. So that's cool. And then that's a side tangent. But the point that I'm trying to say is before I didn't want to even buy a microphone and then I bought a microphone and I didn't even want to buy a face cam. And then I heard the speaker talk about it. And then this idea popped in my head to buy a face cam because I'm starting to get serious. Like I have to... Oh, I think it was the speaker that was talking about YouTube, like recording on YouTube videos. And I realized that I was posting on YouTube, but it was I was doing everything badly because I was just posting the... If you go on my YouTube channel, you'll see. I was posting the videos. It was like a automatic audio to video converter. And so it basically turned my... like the audio into it took my profile picture and then it placed like sound waves on it and so basically you were just watching it was like a podcast kind of directly menu so it was on youtube but it was basically just for audio there was no like video it was just a picture a flat static picture the whole time and so i i posted like 70 episodes like that zero subscribers and less than like 30 views all on YouTube. And another thing that I was doing wrong is on my on my normal podcast directory, I post a I have all of my videos or all my episodes post at 12 a.m. the exact time at 12 a.m. every single day. Because I schedule them. But there's a you have to click a button mainly on rss.com, the software I use to kind of spread my podcasts across the internet. You have to click a button to manually upload it to YouTube. And so that's why on YouTube my posting, my publishing is inconsistent. On like some days it's like 6 p.m. that I post it. Some days it's 3 p.m. Some days it's like 6 a.m. It's all different. So there's no real consistency. So that's another reason why I'm doing YouTube wrong. So that's why I made the decision to buy a face cam at Funnel Hacking Live, but I didn't want to buy it 
until I got home. So then I got home and I didn't buy it yesterday. I simply just forgot. Actually, no, I did buy it yesterday. What am I talking about? I bought it yesterday, but I didn't buy it on Sunday because I forgot. Or no, 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 Sunday I got home late, so I didn't even have time. But yesterday I bought it after the podcast. I bought the face cam and I bought five more books and I'll get into the books in a second. So I bought the face cam just like that, just like click a button, no mental stopping me, no nothing. So I bought the face cam. Now I'm serious about YouTube. So now my plan is to post my video, post my, like post the video to YouTube, schedule it to YouTube actually. And then do on PodCastle, there's a feature to to convert video to audio. So then I'll convert video to audio and then edit that audio and then like edit how I normally do. So that's huge because while I'm doing all of that, I'm going to record my three TikToks as well because I started doing TikToks the other day. And if you guys see the video lessons, there's, I always have around three video lessons. So then that's three videos that I can record on TikTok. And this is just to build a following on TikTok and then hopefully have people click my link in TikTok and then that will send them to my link tree. And then hopefully they'll click on the podcast and then they'll listen to the podcast. So my TikTok is purely to get more, more reach essentially, because I don't think that, I think I lost my our organic traffic for podcasting. I think that they gave me some organic traffic right off the bat just to get the ball rolling. And then I don't know if I get more organic track traffic for a little while because I haven't been getting much growth. Like my first month I started in like August, like late August. So my first month I had like four, subscribers and which is actually a lot because I only had like a couple episodes post on in August. So I had four subscribers and my analytics actually is like a graph. So it's, it, it's like it went up, but then it kind of like plateaued a little bit. So that's why I think that my organics, organic traffic, which is basically traffic that the algorithm is sending my way just because I'm doing what it wants. I'm posting consistently. So I think that I ran out of that. So I have to use other means. And I have a few plans. So one plan is the TikToks. Get people, pull people from TikTok onto my channel and then have them watch and hopefully become subscribers. And then I have another... And when I say subscriber, I'm I'm not monetized. I'm just saying like they follow my channel. They And... Um, there's a stat on rss.com that they give you. It's called rolling average subscriber. That's what I'm referring to. It's just like the average subscriber because you can't really tell how many... There's no real stat to tell you how much subscribers you have. So it gives you the average based off of how many people watch every single episode you post within 24 hours of it posting. And right now I have seven which I'm very happy about because there's seven people listening to me every single day. So that's cool. But what I'm trying to say is uh, I have a few plans. So right now is the TikTok to get more organic traffic, traffic for free, simply just for me providing content. And then I have another plan, which I may or may not 
start, I don't know how to even go about it, but I may start posting ads or buying ads. Um, right now I have like a hundred bucks in my bank account. So I don't know if that's a good idea. I think I might just focus on organic traffic because I want to save my money for memberships that I am paying for that are going to charge me. Like if I don't have enough money to pay for my rss.com subscription, then I won't be able to, my channel will probably disappear. So that is essential. Same with my podcast. So I need to pay for that. Like there's some things that I have to pay for. So I'm, I'm, I might not do paid ads, but I was thinking about doing it. And then the other thing, the other thing on my plan is I actually wrote this yesterday in my notebook, go on to other people's shows, like be a guest on other people's shows. And this, I want to go back to the identity thing. It's extremely hard because it's outside of your comfort zone, but you have to take on this new identity. So right now my current identity is solo podcaster and I've gotten very comfortable with it. Like if you go back to my first episode, it was out of my comfort zone. Like I was not wanting to do it. I didn't want to do it. And it, it, it was uncomfortable for me. So it was out of my comfort zone. So that it was part of my 20% new things. And it's good that I focus 100% on it, but now I'm 76 episodes in and naturally I've become comfortable at it. It's in, It's been pulled into my comfort zone. So the next thing that I'm going to focus on is go on other people's podcasts, be a guest on other people's podcasts. And if I can find people's podcasts that are in the same niche or market as me, I can hopefully grab more organic audience, grab more viewers from that. Uh, If I do a good job on that, those episodes, then I can, they'll say like, oh, how can people find you? And then at the end, I'll just be like, I have a podcast, Ascend Momentum. And then that's it. That's literally all I'll do because that's the only thing that I'm trying to grow right now. That's all I care about, my podcast. I want to grow my podcast because I've got a few plans after the podcast. So let's stay on the topic of being a guest on other people's shows. I don't even know how to go about starting it, but I'm not going to worry about it till 24 days from now. So let me explain. I wrote in my book, uh, in my journal, I will... I will begin to be a guest. I will begin looking into being a guest speaker once I reach episode 100. There's a few reasons. One, Seth Godin said he'll be a guest on anyone's podcast, anyone's show, once they reach episode 100 because that shows they're in it for the long run. They're they're serious about it. So I want to I want to portray myself as being serious because I am serious about it and I want to prove it. I want people to see that I'm credible and I have actually been, I'm in it for the long run. So that's one reason. Another reason is I want, so right now I'm very comfortable with, or I'm um, not very comfortable, but I'm way better at a podcast, at being a podcaster. And I go so far to say that I'm almost an expert. I don't know what expert status looks like or sounds like on a podcast, but I wrote down in my journal, I will, once I reach episode 100, I will be an expert podcaster and I will begin to go be a guest on other people's shows. 
That's what I said. So once I reach episode 100, I will begin to like promote myself to other podcasts, um, hosts, and hopefully they'll invite me onto their show. So that's kind of the plan to get more organic traffic. Right now, I'm just uh, currently my only organic source is the podcast. And I've been doing it for 76 episodes and it's I have seven subscribers. So I'm not really gaining that much organic traffic. It's not too fast. And then another method that I've begun the other day, which I haven't actually begun in real time because I scheduled the posts for the fourth. So tomorrow it will begin. Tomorrow is the first day that I'll be uh, posting my TikToks. So that's a second organic method. And the reason why I'm focusing on organic is because I simply don't have the funds to buy ads. Like I don't have the funds to pay for traffic. I don't have money. I'm broke. And so I don't want to say that actually, because that's a bad identity thing to say out loud. I'm actually abundant, but that that's whatever. So I don't have much money right now at the moment. So that's why I'm focusing on organic. So I have to f- figure out ways that I can do it for free. And then the third and probably most powerful way of getting traffic is to be a guest speaker on someone else's podcast. And this is for multiple reasons. One, they already have a, a follower base built up. So I'll already be tapping into a built up pond of viewers versus the TikTok. I'd have to build up my follower base. The podcast, I have to build up my follower base. Two, they're on the same platform. There's a thing where people don't want to leave their current platform. Like people tend, YouTubers, YouTube viewers tend to stay on YouTube. Like they don't want to go to a YouTuber's podcast per se, or they don't want to go to their TikTok or their Instagram. Like they tend to, uh, consumers tend to want to stay on their current platform, on the platform they're comfortable at. And so that's why it'll be tough to grab TikTok viewers over to my podcast. It's possible, but it's not going to be the most efficient method. And then, so that's why it'll be the best source for those two reasons is being a guest speaker. And plus, it'll greatly expand my comfort zone because I am an introvert and I'm not very... When I speak, I can get into the flow. Like I have gotten into the flow speaking with my friends, but I've never gotten into the flow speaking with a stranger. And so it'll be interesting. I don't know how it would even set up because I may have to travel. I don't, I would prefer to travel, but I don't have the funds. I would prefer, I don't know. I, I don't know if they would pay for it. If I would have to pay for it, I don't know. But that's like, I really want, I think that this is my next step. And that's like, that's pretty much my current trajectory that I'm looking at for that. Now let's talk about further along the road once I get more viewers. So right now I have seven subscribers. We've established this. I wrote down in my book. So let me give some context. I went to Funnel Hacking Live and the theme of this year was the linchpin, which is basically a reoccurring revenue model. So it's basically you build a membership site and you get people to pay you monthly for it. That's essentially what it is. So 
right now I don't have a business. I'm just focusing on building my audience. And I'm very glad that I'm building, I'm just focused on this because this was the first thing that I could do that like right here, right now that I could just get reps at or get reps and get better and get better podcasting. And that's what I'm doing right now. And so what I want to do, I like the whole reason why I'm doing this is to set up a business. And so the business I'm going to set up is a linchpin model. It's going to follow the linchpin model. And I don't even know what I want to do, but all I know is that my plan, I wrote this down in my journal. Once I get 100 subscribers, so 100 people are watching me every single day or listening to me every single day. Once I get that number, then I will start to build a membership site. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to like send out a survey to my viewers. That's basically going to be like an open-ended response. So I'm going to send out a survey to you guys. And then I'm going to be reading all those responses and then building a membership site around it. Because this is huge. This will tell me exactly what you guys want. And as a result, it'll tell me all of your problems that you need solved. And then I'll be way better equipped with more intel, intel to better solve those problems. And then I'll be able to hit on all of the different things that you're experiencing in the membership site. So it'll have a higher quality experience for you guys. Plus, it'll be a better business model for me because the customer will actually want it. Whereas if I was to just make a whole membership site and it turns out no one even wants it, well, then that that would be bad for both me and you guys. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Because once I get 100 subscribers, I am going to start building the membership site and then I'll, I'll promote it onto here because now I'll have an uh, audience congregated. So once I get 100 subscribers... I send some of those people over to buy my membership site and then I can serve them at a higher level, serve them at a higher level. And then who knows, maybe I'll do coaching again. That was actually my plan to do prior, like went back. I don't know what episode it was. It was probably like episode 46 or around four in the forties. I think I was talking about that. And so that I was talking about doing coaching, which I actually think that would be a good idea because it would be good off in the beginning because then I can get some quick cash or I don't know if that's the right word, but I would charge like $50 an hour and then I could get like cash right now to build up funds, build up capital so I can invest in more and more better resources. Like I invested in this face cam, I invested in some software and all of this stuff. I actually invest in books so I can educate myself so I can be a better podcast host. Like that's, I, I count books as an investment into my business, even though I don't think they're actually like legally allowed to be tax write-offs. I don't know anything about taxes yet, but that's something I'm definitely going to be getting into in the future. But I spend a lot of money on books because I want to educate myself. As I've been saying in the past couple episodes, whatever book I'm reading at the moment heavily influences the course of the episode. And right now I'm reading 10x is easier than 2x. That's why I spent the whole like beginning portion of this episode on identity because that's what I learned in the 10x is easier than 2x. It's fresh on my mind. Plus when I teach it, I strengthen my understanding and then I can teach you guys what I'm learning along the way. 
like that's the whole that's the whole documenting of the journey. So I'm investing in a lot of books, so I'm spending a lot of money on books. I'm spending a lot of money on my education, which is which is just books. Now let's talk about the books. I said that I ordered my face cam and five books the earlier. And I said I was gonna talk about the books later, and now is the time. So I want to explain. There is this one website that I've been obsessing over for the past like maybe month. I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a while. Back when I don't remember what episode it was, but it was a long time ago. I made an episode. I don't remember what it was titled, but it was before the episode titled How a Declassified CIA Document Changed My Life. It was before that episode. So I found a website called, and you guys are probably very well versed in this story, but I'm just going to tell it again because I haven't told it in a while. So I found a website called The Most Beautiful World. And on this website, it was a reading list. And the the way I found this website was I was researching uh, Transurfing, Reality Transurfing, which is a book that I've been reading for the past six months, seven months now, I think. But uh I haven't read it in a few weeks or I haven't read it in like a week because I've, I've read it twice and it's 750 pages long. So I've read it twice, but I definitely plan on reading it again. It's the best book I've ever read. All right. That's the summary. So I found this website, the most beautiful world. And it was a reading list called the ultimate reading list for human beings. And I read it. It was like a blog post where it taught, it wrote the article out just like explaining stuff. And then it gave the list, the list of the books. So I read the article and it was talking about like, this is the list, like number one list for human beings. Everyone should read this list. And then it was talking about all of the, a lot of the stuff that I learned in Transurfing, like you are a God, like you have, you're a creator of your world. Like you get to choose all, all this stuff. It was speaking in a language that I, came fond of. And I really appreciate that language because it's what I strive to learn more about. And then he said that before you read any book, the first book you should read is Reality Transurfing. So right then and there, I knew this book, this list was very important because he's basically saying Reality Transurfing is the foundation to this reading list, which by the way, this reading list is the ultimate reading list for human beings. So if reality transurfing is the foundation, that means transurfing is the foundation to human life. So we've established that now. Then I went on to read it and the first maybe 50, 100 books I had never even heard of before. Yet he said that they were the most influential or the best books he's ever read. That is insane. The majority of the books on that list, I'd never read before. I'd never even heard of before. So, but then he was also talking about in the, let's go back up to the, the blog post. He was saying, he said, there's this reading method that is, you can, it allows you to read a book a day, depending on how much time you have, but you can read way more quick, way quicker and more effectively and efficiently using this reading method, which is to get seven books at a time and then read one until you lose focus and then switch to the next one and then read one until you lose focus and then switch and then repeat and repeat and repeat and interspersed with pushups every once in a while. And then this reading method will be way more effective for reading like 
way more books in a shorter amount of time. So I was extremely skeptical with that because I was not with that speed. Not I wasn't skeptical of the speed. I kind of am skeptical of the speed, but the reason why I was skeptical, because I don't know how much information I'll retain using that method. Because if you guys remember a while back, when I first started reading Reality Transurfing for the second time, I also wanted to read Expert Secrets for the second time. So I was reading Expert Secrets as well as Transurfing. So I was reading expert in the in the morning and then transurfing at night and then eventually i realized i wasn't retaining much information on transurfing so i read transurfing in the morning and then expert at night and then i realized that i wasn't retaining much information on expert so then i just decided to go all in on transurfing because i knew i realized that it's not a good idea to read multiple books at the same time like two books at the same time because you're not going to re- retain as much and i had known of this principle Yet I wanted to read them both at the same time just to be able to get them both at the same time. I learned about this um, rule of thumb from a book called The 4-Hour Workweek where in like the, you know how when there's like a one, so they say a word or a sentence and then there's like a one on the top, right? It's kind of like an exponent. And then you know that that, or it's like a star or a cross, you know, to look at the bottom of the page to learn more about what that is. And then the author like writes like a side note at the bottom. So there was a side note that I read and it was basically, uh, I'm blanking on his name. The author of the four hour work week. He basically said, trust me. I have been reading for, or trust me when I say from someone who's been reading strictly nonfiction books for like 15 years of his life. He does not recommend reading two nonfiction books at the same time. So I knew that I followed it and then I decided not to. And then I realized it was a bad idea. So that's kind of why I have, I'm skeptical over the seven reading method because instead of two books, it's seven books and you're constantly switching back and forth. I'm not sure if I'll even retain the information, much less remember where it came from, like which book it came from, which I'm sure I'll be able to cipher through which book it came from. But that's kind of what I'm skeptical about. But I decided that I was going to give it a try. But first, I wanted to finish Transurfing and then go to Funnel Hacking Live and then read the linchpin while I'm there and then go home and then read these books. But I was aware of the fact that I may decide that I wanted to continue reading or I wanted to read a different book because the Funnel Hacking Live was a huge monumental shift in my life. So, and I knew it was going to be, so it may call me to read a different book and it did. So I actually have two books on my list before I even start this, these seven books. And right now the first one is the 10X is easier than 2X. I'm about a third of the way done. Excuse me. I'm about a third of the way done with that book. And then the second book on my list is called uh, Create, Don't Capture. And I haven't started that, but it's a pretty small book. Uh, Let me get some water. All right, so, oh my gosh, my voice. 
excuse me, this create, don't capture. I want to read after that. So these are the two books on my list right now. Not as much of a change as I was expecting, which I'm grateful for because I really want to get into these books. And in fact, I'm so excited to get into these books that I actually just ordered the first set of seven. Because if you remember, you read them in us in the exact order he gave you. He listed them all out in the exact order you should read them. And then he also said, read seven at a time. So, but there are some that he said, read after this certain one. So, but it's like right after it's like, let's say this is not the actual order or the actual numbers, but for example, the second book on the list, he said, read after the first book, but that wouldn't work because you're supposed to read them all in order using seven at a time. So you would get the first book and the second book at the same time. So that's why I moved the first one to the first set and then the second one to the second set. So I had to do a little organization, but I ended up with my list and I had a list of seven and I added in one book that is not on the reading list that I really wanted to read. And it's called Toofty and it's, um, by Vadim Zellin, who's the author of Reality Transurfing. And that's the next book that I wanted to read from him because I've only read Reality Transurfing parts one through five. I haven't read his other three books. So I, that's why I, I bought that. And now my the first set of seven books is Die Wise, Dancing After the Music Stops, uh, Come of Age, I think it's called, Toofty, sake uh no i don't even remember what they are i'll have to tell you guys in a future episode because to be honest i completely forgot them all but those are like the first three or four but i want to talk about dancing after the music stops that book i actually started to read the introduction a couple weeks back and that actually changed i'm very grateful i did because that changed the course of events of my life again In that book, in the introduction, I've told you guys this a few times on the episode, he wrote a, he inserted in the intro of his book, he inserted a declassified CIA document about time travel, which was crazy for me to see. And I read it and it was, I didn't, it didn't make any sense to me. So the next day I ended up like looking at that whole document. I printed it out, read it all in a weekend and it was all about this meditation method using hemisync, which hemisync is a is basically playing a noise in your right ear and a slightly different frequency noise in your left ear. And then it your whole brain synchronizes and then creates a third noise, which is the difference of the two. So let's say your right ear is 100 hertz, your left ear is 104 hertz, your whole brain will play a 4 hertz frequency. So it's kind of strange, but I definitely think that it works because I've been doing hemisync for a few weeks now with um, three day, three times a day, two to three times. So in the beginning, the first week I did two times a day and then I quickly moved up to three times a day, which they're like 30, 30 to 45 minute meditation tapes. So that's like 30 minutes times three. So like 90 minutes a day. 90 to an hour and a half, or that's the same, 90 to like two hours a day. Um, and then I 
do that three. So I do it three times a day, one in the morning, one before the podcast, one at night. And then when I went to Funnel Hacking Live, I was trying to stay consistent, but I was only able to do one or two times for the first couple of days. And then there was a few days, there was like two days that I didn't do it at all because there was no time. And then I was get, and then I got back consistent. I got back to consistency. And now I'm doing it back to three times a day. I did it yesterday and today. So I'm pretty much been doing it very consistently for the past two or three weeks, I think. And I'm definitely able to get in a much deeper meditation. I'm, I'm definitely noticing a difference between now and before I even went to Funnel Hacking Live because I'm much more relaxed in this state. I haven't achieved mind awake, body asleep, which is like sleep paralysis. I have not achieved that yet, but I am a lot more relaxed. But there is one issue. Since I went to Funnel Hacking Live, my sleep was scattered because I stayed up to like 12 o'clock one night because it lasted like all the way to like 1130. I stayed up to like 12 one night and then 10 the other night. Like I, I was up late for a few days in a row. And then Sunday night, I was up till like 830, maybe eight o'clock. And then last night I was up till seven. Usually I'm Usually I go to bed at 6.30 and this um, definitely affected me because I, right tonight I'm going to go to bed at 6.30, my normal time, no matter what, because this is extremely, it, okay, so when I go to bed that late, even if it's 30 minutes late, my meditation is a lot less focused. Let me explain. One, my mind is not as like disciplined or focused because I'm just tired. And two, I fall asleep sometimes or I space out way more often. So like the, the, the meditation that I had just before this, like 10, like five minutes before I recorded, started recording this episode, the meditation that I had, I was probably asleep I don't know if I was asleep or just clicked out for the majority of it. Like I remember finishing my finishing my uh, preparatory process and then I remember him calling us back. Like he literally, I finished my preparatory process, started getting into focus 10 and then I, it was time to get out and it like 30 minutes had passed even though it seemed like no time passed. And I think it's because I'm, I'm tired, like my mind is tired. So that's why I have to focus on my sleep because it's affecting my meditation. And the med my meditation is what I'm really focused on. Like my meditation is extremely important for me because for my development process, because I want to get to focus 12 so that I can one, ask questions to my inner self. Because today I had a lot of, I had a lot of kind of, tension. I was, I, f I like my mind felt oppressed a lot of the day. And at the gym, I was like, why, why am I feeling oppressed right now? Like, why do I feel tense? Why does my heart feel tense? And I didn't have the answer. So that's why I want to get to focus 12 so I can ask the questions to my higher self and then get those higher, um, frame of mind answers back. Another reason is 
when you're at focus 12, your visualization is much more uh, effective. You're able to manifest things much better. And it's also, uh, they found that non some non-visualizers are actually able to visualize. And I am a non-visualizer. And so I'm, I'm able, I'll, I want to be able to visualize so I can, one, have more, like one, be able to actually feel it and see it. And then two, so it's more effective. And I'm talking about my visualizing my goal, which I explained in yesterday's episode. My goal is to live in Hawaii and become a surfer and have $10 million in annual recurring revenue every single year. That's that's what I want my business to be. 10 mil every year. I want to make 10 mil every year. And that's that's basically my goal. But... That's why I'm focusing a lot on meditation and this gateway process is extremely important. It's extremely good. It's extremely beneficial. And quick side tangent, I clicked back on to the tab because I had a different, I had a new tab open that I was just looking at this whole time and because I on my normal tab, it shows a big screen of me, like just a, a screen of what you guys are seeing on YouTube right now. And so I didn't want to like look at that because I didn't want to get distracted. And so I clicked on a new tab and just so I could focus. But I wanted to go back to my recording tab so I can see how much time it was. And there's 10 minutes left. So that's uh, around 435 is when I'm done. So I'm going back to my new tab. But that's a side note. But let's talk. Let's re- review. And this review is useful for you guys and me so I can know what to write down so you guys can know what you learned. Shed your identity. Like overcome that comfort zone. And then another thing I was talking about is just start. Like this, I just told my dad uh, because I was supposed to get a curtain behind me and nail it to the ceiling so you guys wouldn't see the background. But I didn't want to spend the time doing that today. And I told my dad, like, my rule of thumb is just start and figure things out later. That's And so that's what I want you guys to know. Just start and figure things out later. Like, that's why I just got this. I started this podcast, figured it, figured it out along the way. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but... That's, uh, yeah. But then I was also talking about meditation and reading and books. Like, educate yourself. It's extremely important. And meditate. Honestly, meditation has been one of the highest level. I, I would, I don't know where to put meditation and reading. It doesn't even matter what, what they are comparing each other. But I'm really looking forward to the future of my reading because I have been dialing in on reading this 10x is easier than 2x because I really want to get through the 10x is easier than 2x and uh, create don't capture so I can get into these books because I have been looking forward to these books for quite some time. And I'm not going to rush these current two books too much because... They are extremely valuable. And the last book on 
like my list won't even arrive. Like I bought Tufty on Amazon and it won't even arrive for like 10 days, I think. So I have 10 days to finish 10X is easier than 2X as well as create, don't capture. And that's basically where I'm at with that. I, th- I believe that I'll be able to finish in 10 days pretty easily because create, don't capture is a uh, pretty thin book. It's probably like that big and it. It's like, I think it's around 200, maybe less than 200 pages. And then 10X is easier than 2X is an average size book. And it's like 250 around pages, but I'm already a hundred pages in. So I'm a little, I'm like almost halfway done, like a third. I'm definitely a third of the way done, but I predict that the 10X book is going to be a book that I go back to and reread and kind of study just like I did to Transurfing. Because Transurfing is a high tier book and I, I kind of see that 10X is easier than 2X is a high tier book. Maybe not as high as Transurfing, but definitely up there. And I definitely feel like it's extremely valuable because it's uh, simply just there's a lot more stories in it. I feel like Transurfing doesn't have too many stories. It's kind of just like telling you a lot of things. Actually... I don't know. I don't I don't think there's much stories in Transurfing except for in the beginning like the intro, the preface um or the foreword actually is just the story of how he learned it. Like that was like the only story that is in the whole book, really. But I'm really I'm really excited for the future. My plans are organic traffic, focus on organic traffic and I am focusing on this taking in this new identity of a podcaster because I was thinking this morning while I was reading the 10X book, I, my, okay, so I have my 10X goal, which is surf, become a surfer in Hawaii and have be in the two comma club X, two comma club X, which is $10 million a year. I don't know if it's actually a year, but my goal is 10 mil a year. Um, and that's my identity. Like that's the, that's the new 10X goal that I'm trying to achieve. But another thing that I was thinking about was podcasting. Like right now, because there was, he was talking about Mr. Beast and his like up and coming and how Mr. Beast, just from the beginning, he was he was determined to become the number one YouTuber in the world, like the number one YouTuber. And spoiler alert, he became the number one YouTuber in the world, but he was like, that became his identity, like just YouTubing, YouTubing. Is that the right word? YouTubing? I don't even know, but he was focused and he was also talking about quality over quantity. Now, right now, I'm focusing on quantity. I'm doing one hour every single day episodes. But they may or may not be high quality. But I figured that the more and more practice I get, the more and more reps I get, the higher the quality will get. Because I'll get better and better and better. But then I was also thinking that I haven't really planned anything out. Now, I kind of just figure things out along the way. And as a result, there's a lot of time spent of me kind of just not really talking or kind of talking like stupid, not stupidly, but me talking not really let, not very audibly, 
if that makes sense. And that's simply just because I'm trying to figure out of something to say next, the next topic to say. But I feel like one surefire way to increase the quality is to just jot down. And I've talked about this before, but I never really did it. I did it in the beginning, but I quickly stopped. Maybe jot down a few extremely lengthy um, concepts. So maybe if I want to talk about mindset, that would be one concept, but I could get into very big length and depth on it. And then maybe there would be another, like maybe there would be two or three or four words jotted down so that I can like go to them and talk at length for like 25 minutes, 30 minutes each. And then that will allow me to have higher quality because I'll have something to say all the time. So that's another thing, but I'm not, I'm not too sure because I know that I, I definitely know that I'm getting better. Like if you compare this episode to episode 10 or episode 20, you will be able to tell the difference. Even like, okay, so episode 30 was using the same microphone. So it would not be fair to compare this episode to episode 15 because I wasn't using this microphone. But this episode to episode 30, I haven't listened to episode 30, um, but... I think that I'm definitely a lot better because it's been like 40, like 45 days since 45 more hours of practice. So that's another thing. And another way to increase my quality of episodes is to just be more of an expert. If you guys could tell in the beginning of my, of my show, I wasn't too good or confident or knowledgeable at speaking about transurfing. But towards the end of when I uh, actually stopped, or towards the end of when I finished reading it the second time, I was extremely knowledgeable and I was like way more of an expert at transurfing than I was before. So that's another way to increase the quality. Get way more knowledgeable at something. And so that's why it's extremely high valuable to study transurfing, but I want to study a lot of other stuff and get more diverse knowledge base. And so that's why I I have a feeling that if this seven breeding method will work effectively, then I'm definitely going to be having a very high boost in my like quality of episodes because I'll be learning a lot of different things. I'll learn I'll be learning from seven different books. There's one books about there's one book about Egypt. There's another book about transurfing. There's another book about dying wise. Another book about uh dancing after the like dancing after the music stop. I don't even know what it's about, but I think it's like your spiritual guidebook to life. So like all of these books will give me a bunch of different things to focus on or not focus on but a lot of different kind of what's the word it will give me a lot of different things to talk about and things to learn because i'll be picking up a lot of different things i'll be reading seven books at a time so i'll read one book until i lose focus i'll pick up a few things there and then switch a few things there a few things there a few things there and i'll just keep going back and back and back so that's like that's like I'm really excited to start doing that seven method um reading list. I really hope I know I'm skeptical, but I really hope that it ends up good and it ends up working out. But that the last thing I want to talk about is do not focus on the tactics. I find myself all the time 
kind of wasting a lot of time figuring out how to set things up. Because yesterday I wasted a lot of time trying to set up a AI video editing software so I can edit my TikToks. And that wasted literally like 40 minutes of my day. So focus on the strategies. Like I said earlier, just start and figure it out along the way. So to wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to look up at the sky.